Just a quick note, there are spoilers in this episode, so make sure you watch the movie first if that is important to you. A couple of weeks ago, it was announced that Steven Spielberg had attached himself to a new film that's sort of inspired by his childhood in Arizona. There's not that much known about the film at this point, but it got me thinking about Steven Spielberg, because he's, he's been around for quite a while now. He's almost 75 years old, so he's been doing a lot of work. And it got me thinking about Steven Spielberg and all that work, and it got me realizing that I have actually not seen a lot of that work. I think, uh, I think I'd only seen the first Indiana Jones in E.T., and that was about it. And as an aspiring film connoisseur, I was like, well, we really need to remedy that. And so I decided to take a deep dive into his discography. Might as well start with the classics, so I just looked up top 10 Spielberg films. And the obvious ones were there, of course. There was Jaws and Schindler's List and Jurassic Park. But one film that sort of surprised me was Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And this was consistently ranking top 10, top 5, even the number one film in some places. And this caught me by surprise because I was like, I don't know anything about this film. I've maybe heard of it before, but I know nothing about it. So I decided to watch it. And I was kind of disappointed because it was fine. Uh, I could see the cinematic merit of it and everything. But I was not really emotionally touched by it. I did not understand why this was such a big deal. Why did so many people like it? Why was it topping all these lists? So I looked into it, and I found the answer. But to explain the answer to you, we'll sort of have to go on a trip of our own. We'll have to go back in time, back to 1977, when the movie premiered and quickly became an instant classic. Before we go too much farther, let me give you just a quick explanation of the title, in case you're confused as I was. So encounters of the first kind, or if you see some sort of UFO or flying saucer, something you think is an alien ship. Encounters of the second kind are if you see some sort of physical effect of this visiting life. It can be sort of like scorch marks on the ground from the spaceship, or sort of lights in the trees, or your appliances and lights flickering in and out. And encounters of the third kind are if you actually see an entity from the UFO, basically an alien. Now, if all that seems a little extreme and obscure for a blockbuster movie title, uh, don't worry, you are not alone, but we'll get to that in a bit. However, it kind of just goes to show this sort of detail and nerdiness put into this film. And this three-pronged classification came from the astronomer J. Allen Hynek, who actually acted as an advisor to Spielberg on this film. And this sort of academic interest was born out of a massive popular interest in aliens in the Western world at the time. So in the 60s and 70s, there was a big UFO craze with reports of alien sightings happening pretty much every week. And this was partly due to the rise in access to cheap photography equipment, which allowed people to run around with cameras and take blurry photos and say, look, look, it's aliens. It's, we have proof now. So the idea of alien life existing was very present in the cultural psyche at that time. With Spielberg completely invested in it as well. If you watch some interviews, he'll say that at the time he actually believed that contact with alien life was going to happen within the century. And Close Encounters sort of just acted as his speculation about what contact could look like. And this sort of imagining was very different than what had already been put forward. 
Previous films sort of exploring this idea had titles like War of the Worlds and Invasion of the Body Snatchers and, and, and scary monsters like the Blob and giant ants who came to eat us. The prominent view of extraterrestrial life at the time was that it was scary and wanted to destroy us. And in Close Encounters, Spielberg sort of plays with that expectation a little bit, leaving us in suspense and anxiety throughout the film, wondering, oh no, why are these aliens here and what are they planning? Before finally revealing at the end that they have just had well wishes the whole time and they come in peace. And as we go through the movie and experience things along with the characters, we, we start to view the aliens with a unique sense of awe and wonder that would end up becoming signature of Spielberg's directing style. It just wasn't seen very much in previous films of the type. Now, despite this sort of interesting twist on the idea of alien contact that the culture was invested in and interested in, the film company that was producing the movie, Columbia Pictures, really did not like the concept at all. And this mainly had to do with the fact that it was a science fiction movie. In the 50s, science fiction movies had had some really big hits. But since then, the genre had really just devolved into B-grade movies. Really silly stuff like Santa Claus Conquers the Martians and Pinocchio in Outer Space. Additionally, although Spielberg had had big success with Jaws, this was really only his third major picture. And you can sort of imagine that Columbia Pictures was sort of worried that maybe this guy was just a one-hit wonder and uh, he doesn't really know what he's doing and the title for this movie is really long and doesn't make any sense and we really don't like it, but he's, he really wants to stick with it. And Columbia really couldn't afford a flop because their studio was on the brink of a bankruptcy, which led to them constantly pushing Spielberg to rush the film and finish it up uh, and sort of make some artistic compromises which sort of leads to the uh, existence of multiple versions of the movie today. But nevertheless, uh, throughout all the challenges, in December of 1977, the movie came out, and it was a hit, and it saved Columbia Pictures. And it even went on to get a lot of critical acclaim with eight Oscar nominations. Now, if you're like me, after hearing how pivotal and successful this movie was, you may start to wonder, well, why have I not heard more about it? Now, I'm not an anthropologist anyway. But from what I saw, sort of a, a big factor in all this was Star Wars. Star Wars A New Hope came out about six months earlier in May of 1977, and it was an instant classic of its own. And obviously today we have all these sequels, all these uh, spinoffs, and it's, it's really just become its own franchise. And, and right from the get-go, Spielberg and George Lucas's films were automatically compared to each other just because they were sort of similar, sort of in the same space, and sort of acting together to bring in this new fascination with science fiction. And uh, it's really interesting to see in interviews how Spielberg has to clarify that his movie is, like, very different from Star Wars and tell Star Wars fans, like, is, you're not going to be getting the same thing if you go see this one. Because uh, it's, it's just a lot more artistic. Uh, and it, it's fun, and there's, there's stuff going on, but it's, it's definitely it's a different uh, tone to it. And perhaps a little uh, less... Uh, approachable to the average audience member. And because Close Encounters just came second and had less wide appeal, it, it perhaps just caused the culture to give it less emphasis for future generations. But still, Close Encounters is an important film. It had a big role in revitalizing the science fiction genre and film, showing that it could be profitable and well-made. Despite all these things that I've said, it was like a very successful movie. It made a lot of money. Uh, and it also established Spielberg as a successful director, um, showing that he could sort of experiment with something and it could work. And also uh, sort of started setting the tone for some of his signature style. 
as well as inspiring later movies like E.T. And, and finally, it just showed a world fascinated with UFOs and alien life and perhaps anxious about contact with that life that such encounters could be positive and well-meaning whenever they happened in the future.